you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. We are in the thick of May. (laughs) And I know that if you have kids in school, you know what I mean. There are field trips and picnics and bike rallies and award ceremonies and graduations, so many things. And it got me thinking about the topic of productivity, organization, and time management. I know some of my favorite guests and some of my favorite episodes on the show have been about these topics, and I love to chat with guests about that because I know that I need so much help in all of these areas. I am never going to be the productivity guru, the organization queen, (laughs) or the productivity powerhouse that you look to for advice about getting things done, organizing your space, and working efficiently. I'm just not going to be that go-to person, but I can interview and have conversations with people like that, and it helps all of us. Win-win, right? But I have had this on my mind for a while, this topic of talking about my version of productivity, organization, and time management. Over the years, I'm almost 35, so over the last 35 years, I've just come to acknowledge and embrace that I am who I am. And that's not to say that I'm not trying to constantly improve on areas I struggle in, such as these areas, and I always am. I'm a work in progress, but overall, I have just acknowledged that, okay, I am never going to be 100% organized. I'm never going to be a time management whiz, and that's okay. I have to work with my quirks. Okay, I have to learn to do that. And maybe you are feeling the same way too. Sometimes I think it's easy to be like, well, I don't, I'm not great at time management. I'm not good at organizing. So I'm just going to be a hot mess express 24-7. And we don't have to be that way either. I would say most days I'm like a lukewarm mess. (laughs) Not a hot mess, not 100% on top of everything, but I feel like most days... I do okay. I get through, right? And I think over the years, I've just really leaned into certain productivity hacks that I have found that have worked for me. And I'm here to share those with you today. So these are productivity hacks for people who are easily overwhelmed. But first, I want to share with you some productivity tips and tricks that I've heard over the years that have not worked for me. And if they work for you, great. Please keep doing them. I'm not saying a blanket statement and saying that these do not work at all. I'm saying that these do not work for me. So here we go. The first one is setting a timer. Ugh, 
I hate this tip. <laughs> I am the least competitive person ever, especially when it comes to like games, like board games. My husband is very competitive. So if he is playing a game and he wins, he's gloating, he's running around, he's hooping and hollering. And I'm like, yay, I'm proud of you. Way to go. <laughs> it bugs him so bad because he's like, you should be, you know, a sore loser right now. No, he doesn't say that. But I am just not competitive. I just don't care, really. And to me, setting a timer is not motivating because I'm not competitive in that way. I can hear a timer go off. I can set a timer and hear a timer go off and be like, oh, all right, well, the timer's done. Okay, let me just add some more time to it. You know, I'm not trying to race the clock because I know that I have control over the clock. So for me, it's not a motivation to beat the buzzer because I know I can just add more time to it, right? So for me, setting a timer is not effective. It's effective for my kids, and I know it's effective for so many, but it just does not work for me. So setting a timer is not a productivity tip that has worked for me. The second tip that I've heard over the years that does not work for me is any kind of complicated system or planner. I am not a whiteboard calendar mom. I don't have a whiteboard in my kitchen because if I did, it would probably have like 2019 dates on it. (laughs) And I am not somebody who has one of those beautiful, pleasing to look at planners that has stickers and pretty colors and scripty fonts. That is not me either because again, it would probably have 2019 (laughs) information in it. So I know now that going to the store and buying a fancy planner is not going to make me organized because I will not keep up with it because it's too much. It's too overwhelming. So that is number two tip that does not work for me. It might work for you. Does not work for me. Number three, this is a huge one. Waking up early. You guys, no. (laughs) There is no way that I'm going to set my alarm for 4 a.m. and wake up because here's what happens. When I do say, okay, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to get some things done before the kids get up, which is crazy because they get up so early. But I will then snooze my alarm or whatever happens. I don't get up early. And then I'm frustrated because I didn't get up early. And then I'm feeling behind because I I had things to do in those early hours that aren't getting done. And so this I've only attempted a couple of times. And it just, it does not work for me. If it works for you, that is so amazing. And I truly admire your ability to wake up before dawn and get things done before your kids wake up. I am not that person. This is the third tip that just has not and does not work for me. So today I am sharing with you six different productivity hacks that I have found work for me as an easily overwhelmed person. You might be listening and you might be complete opposite of me. You might be more like my husband who bounces out of bed as soon as his alarm goes off. He's a monster, really. (laughs) And no, I'm kidding. He's the best. And he races to get his to-do list done. And he is so productive that he's always like, okay, what else can I do? What else can I do? And I admire him so much. And I tell him, I've told him this before, I just don't operate the same way as you. I don't, like we're just complete opposites in some in some ways. In some ways we are exactly alike, but in some ways we're opposite. And that's what makes us such a great team. I'm so grateful for him. The things that he is great at, I'm not so great at. The things that I'm great at, he's maybe not so great at. So, so grateful for our partnership and how that all fits together. But maybe you're more like my husband where... 
You love setting timers. You love beating the clock. You get your to-do list done every day with ease. (laughs) Maybe that's you. And maybe you're more like me where you have found things that don't work for you and you just feel frustrated because you're thinking, okay, if those things don't work for me, that the productivity tips that I've heard, if those things don't work for me, nothing's going to work. I'm just going to never be productive. And that's not true. Simply not true. You can be productive and you can be successful even though you're easily overwhelmed, you have a lot on your plate, and there are days that go by that you feel so unproductive. There is hope for people like us. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you what has worked for me because maybe it'll work for you too. So I'm sure you fall into one of those two categories. And I hope that no matter which person you're more like, I hope that you find value in these tips today. So the first tip I have for you is to grab your AirPods, grab your Bluetooth speaker, whatever you use to listen to things, grab that and find a long podcast. I'm talking like hour plus or a fun playlist that you put together with your favorite early 2000s music (laughs) or an audio book or some kind of long form content that you can Put on and walk away from, but you are still being entertained by whatever's playing. So I have this tip for you because I am somebody who very easily distracted by, oh, I got a notification that came in. Oh, I got, I need to check my email really quick. Oh, I saw, you know, and you're, you're constantly running to your phone and checking your phone. Oh, I got a text and you are, you're trying to get things done, but you're being distracted by your phone. So I found that if I, put my phone into long form content mode, if I'm listening to something and something else is occupying my ears and my mind, then I can work a solid block of time and get things done. So I talked about how setting timers does not work. I will say that this technique has worked for me where I'll say, okay, by the end of this podcast episode, I wanna have A and B and C done. And that has worked. So I have, I guess I have my own form of the timer trick. I have my own technique that has worked for me. So taking advantage of long form content so that way you're not constantly on your phone helps you stay off of it and stay less distracted so you can concentrate on getting things done. Number two, my life lives in one notebook. Okay, so I talked about how complicated planners and systems, those don't work for me. What does work for me is keeping one notebook. I keep it with my laptop at all times, pretty much, and I write everything in it. I write down to-do lists, grocery shopping lists, party planning lists, like if we're having friends over, I need to plan a menu out for a party or whatever. I write down weekly report numbers for my team. I write down podcast notes when I'm doing interviews. I write down ideas for the podcast, for my business. In fact, I am reading this list of tips from a page in my one notebook that I keep around. And I learned this tip years ago as a younger mom. And before it was only my to-dos, I would just write them down. Now I put literally my entire life in here. And I think why it helps is because it's in one spot. So if I'm thinking, Where in the world did I write down that person's phone number? I know it's in my notebook. I might have to flip through some pages (laughs) to find it, but I know it's in my notebook. If I wrote it down, I wrote it down in one spot. And so I can narrow it down and I just have to find the page now. 
Okay. So I have found that condensing my life into one notebook has been so helpful for me. And it's really cute too, because like I said, it's usually just laying around near like on my desk or near my laptop on the counter and the kids will grab it and they'll draw little pictures in there. And I think that's so sweet. And so it's just a great reminder that my business fits around my family. And so to see those little sweet reminders is so heartwarming to me. So I love it. So tip number three is something that contrasts with the waking up early tip that doesn't work for me. This does work for me. So I am more of a night owl versus an early bird. And so before I go to bed, I often think to myself, what is one more thing I can do tonight that I will be so thankful that I did it tomorrow? Usually in my house, that is making lunches and setting out clothes for school the next day. And there are some nights where bedtime takes longer and then we have, I have a Zoom meeting or a Zoom call or I'm editing or something's happening and I get to a late hour and I'm about ready to clock out for the day. I'm done. I can't do anything else. What is one more thing that I can do? And typically that's, okay, I'm going to lay all the clothes out for tomorrow so that way I don't have to scramble for undies and socks in the morning and we can just concentrate on our normal morning routine instead of adding anything extra because I didn't get it done the night before. You can also apply this with your business. What is something you can do tonight that you'll be so thankful you did it tomorrow? For me, that's typically, okay, if I don't have a post scheduled for the next day, I tell myself, okay, take five minutes and schedule something for tomorrow so that way you have something, some form of engagement going out to your customers but you don't have to worry about it in the morning. So think about what is just one more thing you can do tonight. So that way it makes your day easier tomorrow. It doesn't even have to be at night. You can think about this in the afternoon. What's one thing I can do right now? I have five minutes. What's one more thing I can do right now? Sometimes you'll find that that gives you momentum and so you'll do one more thing, but then you realize, okay, I still have more time than I thought I would have after this task is done. Let me do one more thing. And that momentum can carry you through and help you get a lot more things accomplished. At the very least, your future self will be so grateful that you took those extra steps and did just one more thing when you thought about it. Productivity tip number four is to work with a friend. For me, I work so much better when I have some sort of personal accountability built in. So whether that is a workout class, I do much better in a class setting versus working out by myself at home. Or if it's, if I'm in, let's say like a Bible study or a book club or something, I do so much better when I have an assignment to do each week. So that way I'm keeping up with what I'm supposed to be doing. Or in a work setting, if I have some sort of goal that I'm trying to accomplish, I work so much better when there's a layer of personal accountability built in. And I know that even in my own home, if I have a big organization project or cleaning project that I want to get done, my go-to person to enlist is my mom. I'm so grateful for her. We are so alike in so many ways, but we are very opposite in other ways. And she is truly a pro at organizing and keeping things clean. And I don't know where... (laughs) 
<laughs> that gene was missed in uh, the passing along of genes, but I somehow did not get, get that. And so if I am tackling a big house project, I ask her to please come and help. Or if it's even she comes a couple times a month and helps fold all my laundry and helps me get it all put away. Because if I don't do it, I tend to let it pile up. We always have clean clothes, always. But the folding and putting away is super hard. So <laughs> super hard for me. So I often will enlist her help. And I'm so grateful that she loves to do those kinds of things. And she loves a good project. And she loves to tackle those things. And so when we do it together, it's fun. We get to spend time together and it gets done. So I'm so grateful to have her in my life. And I hope that you have somebody in your life that can be that go-to person for things like that. You know, whether it's your mom or a sister or a best friend, somebody. I hope that you have somebody in your life because it truly does make big projects like that seem so much better. But like I said, you can apply this to so many different areas of life and business. But for me... I know that I'll have more confidence to tackle big projects when I have somebody there to help or at least somebody there to keep me on track. Productivity tip number five is to keep things simple. You can apply this to, again, literally every area of your life. You can apply this to your home and how you run it. You can apply this to your business and how you run that. You can apply this to your social media strategy you can apply this to any area. For your home, that means simple meals on the meal plan rotation. That means simple systems for the kids. I know there's this productivity guru that I follow on Instagram and YouTube, and she will constantly talk about this point system that she has for her kids. She has like eight kids or something crazy. And she talks about how she each kid earns points and then at the end of whatever time period they get to redeem the points for special things that will never work in my house never we will do it for a month and then it just it won't happen ever again so to me I want to save that mental capacity (laughs) that brain capacity to come up with that entire system I'm going to save all that work (laughs) I'm going to save that those brain waves and I'm going to instead keep things simple, and try to simplify it as much as possible. You can have things like that, behavior charts and chore charts and things like that. You can absolutely have stuff like that. I'm not saying don't have it. I'm saying that if a complicated system overwhelms you or you know you won't do it if it's complicated or overwhelming, then don't do it. For your business, things like follow-ups. We've talked about different follow-up methods in past episodes. Find the thing that is simplest that you will stick with and that's going to be the best system for you. For social media, find the easiest and simplest system for you. If that's batching content on one day a week, do that. If that is pre-recording videos or reels or things like that, do that. If that is investing in a third-party app like Sinshare, Visly, Canva, something that will help you keep it simple and help you stay organized, do that. Whatever it takes, whatever simple means to you, keep it simple. And don't feel like you have to add fancy gadgets, fancy apps, fancy tools into your life if you don't really think you're going to use it. Because at the end of the day, if you are investing time and money into things that are supposed to help you be productive, but 
you end up being unproductive because of it, that doesn't help, right? I'm not saying don't try something new, but what I am saying is that if you know off the bat, okay, this system is not for me. I don't believe this will help me at this point in my life. Don't feel bad about saying no. Do what works for you. Find the simplest way to do things because then you'll be more productive in the end. Productivity tip number six might sound a little bit counterintuitive, but take a break, take a rest, or take a nap. You can do all those things and still be productive. Isn't that amazing? So I am a napper. I love taking naps. For me, a 20 to 30 minute nap can energize me and keep me going better than a venti can. So I will opt to take a nap whenever possible because I love taking naps. And some of you are not nappers and that's okay. The idea of taking a break is for you too, but I know some people hate taking naps or if they do, they feel groggy and they can't snap out of it the rest of the day. But even if you're not a napper, taking a rest or taking a break, taking a walk, reading a book, taking time out for a nice lunch where you just sit there and look out the window at the birds, I don't know, going outside to play with your kids, taking a drive just to get your brain off of your to-do list for 20 minutes. Whatever a break looks like for you, try to take it if you can, because then you are kind of resetting your brain, refreshing your mind, and you're able to come back and be more productive. Sometimes that can also look like a longer break, such as the break I took from new episodes back in March. It might sound very contradictory that that was so productive for me, but it actually was. And I was able to work ahead on future things, I was able to sit and think about so many aspects of my podcast and about where I wanted to go and what I wanted to look like. And for me, it was extremely productive to take that month to just kind of sit and think, right? Maybe you need to take a break from social media. Maybe you need to take a break from volunteering for XYZ. Maybe you need to take a break from certain things that are more of a stress than they are an encouragement to you. And so I think that the ability to take a nap, take a rest, or take a break is so productive. And if you've never tried that, or if you feel like you can't try that, I want you to try that this summer. Don't take a break from your business. Don't just leave your business and walk away. And obviously, if you have kids, you can't <laughs> you can't walk away from them for the summer. But there are certain areas in our lives that we can take a break from. And it's okay to do that. Maybe that looks like concentrating on simply following up with your existing customers and learning how you can serve them the best versus trying to seek out new customers all summer long. Maybe that looks like not purchasing a new course to learn a new skill, but it involves taking inventory of the courses that you've purchased before and seeing what you can glean from those because you already have those at your disposal. I think some of you are feeling really, really seen right now. (laughs) Some of you are chronic course purchasers. And so this is your permission to, instead of looking at what's the next course that will help you be productive, manage your time better, what do you already have at your disposal that you can glean from and learn from instead of trying something new? 
So these are my productivity tips for overwhelmed people. And I would love to hear if you learned something during this episode, or I'd love to hear which tip you loved hearing about the most. So that is my not so exhaustive list. I feel like I wrote down things as they came to mind, but it is definitely not an exhaustive list. So I would love to hear what your favorite productivity tip is, either from this list or maybe something that you do in your own life that helps you. I would love to hear what that is, even if that is waking up early. (laughs) I want to cheer you on because that's so awesome that you have that much discipline to wake up early and get things done because I certainly do not. But I also want you to remember to embrace and acknowledge who you are in this exact moment. And don't stop trying to get better, but learn to work with your quirks and you will be so much happier for it and so much more relaxed and so much more productive. Isn't that the goal? We want to be productive. We want to use our time wisely. Learn to work with what you have and who you are and you will see so much growth in this area. I promise. Thank you so much for listening in to this week's episode. In my opinion, it's way more fun to share life with a friend. So if you loved what you heard today, feel free to take a screenshot and post it to your socials so your friends can listen into the show too. Don't forget to tag me at Directly Different Podcast and I'll be sure to give you a shout out. Speaking of social media, follow me on Instagram at Directly Different Podcast and send me a DM. I'd love to continue the conversation. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.